Yo, 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 what up? Thank you for tuning in to Cap Talk. I am your host, DJ Copesthetic. Today, we got a special guest, Mr. We Are Linden, a.k.a. Mr. Ralph Carter. What up with my bro? We're going down. We're going down. So, let them know, Mr. Uh, we Are Linden. Like I said, We Are Linden, Ralph Carter. He started an organization to bring the community together on the north side of Columbus, Ohio. Let us know. Let the world know about We Are Linden, the movement. Man, we are living is, is what it is, man. It's what you see, man. It's, it's everything positive, man. We just try to keep the baby safe, provide safe havens, man. Keep them out the streets. Keep them wanting to do something positive, man. Be a part of something, man. And, you know, it's, it's the champion of, of the neighborhood, man. It's the community pride. Anybody know about lending? It's a private community, man. That's what we stand on. So, with that being said, let everybody know who Ralph Carter is. Man, Ralph Carter, man, just a brat from the neighborhood, man, a brat from South London, man, that just tried to do good for his neighborhood. I seen it early on with my mom. She was a part of a concerned parent group that was uh, housed in St. Stephen's. And, man, it was geared towards change, man. Uh, they actually was the, the organization that started uh, the reason why we couldn't sell alcohol from 11th. To, uh, so to they Hudson. made it dry, basically. They made it dry. Like, yep, that's what's yeah, up. Because back in the day, man, there was – it was all drunks and winos, man, and people don't even remember, man, back then, and man, really in Linden, man, you had a lot of drunks and winos, burglaries, and uh, people that was getting raped. Now, when and, you, not to, but to, on that same subject, like, explain to the world, explain to the kids, explain to everybody what it means to be dry, like, when you say. It's, it's, it's no alcohol, so, you know, no, you didn't have your hard alcohol sales um, with actual liquor, you know what I mean, you had your beer and wine, but. Yeah, for to me, yeah, that notion actually stopped. I don't know how it got back, but I mean, now you can actually sell beer and wine, I believe. But um, that's why now, uh, with, even with the liquor store, it's on the opposite side of Eleventh. Uh, yeah, I think y'all still got that. I think yeah. it's still in motion because it's like, like you said, from a certain zone, like yeah, if you go zone, to yeah. certain yeah, gas stations. So that's a, that's, that's why it was able to get it off. But yeah, man, that stretch of South London, man, you can't have that. So when y'all did that, like, what made them? Is that what gave you, like, the inspiration, you seeing that happen? I mean, you know, I mean, I used to be young, sitting in the meetings in the corner playing with my toys, but I didn't know what it was until I got of age and really started seeing it, and it just sparked in me. It was like second nature. So I was always that that young peer leader that got involved, rather if the, you know, they had various toy drives and food box giveaways, anything that you really see that Lennon doing now, uh, We Are Lennon does now, is something that I grew up always doing. So when it came, I came of age and able to do it and put it on for myself, I just did it. And that's the question I was about to ask you, like, what made you start We Are Lending and what does it mean? Um, and what pretty much what does it stand for? Like the We so, Are Lending. Song. So uh, We Are Lending, man, really came about from a hashtag. So uh, I started uh, my block party is really the real reason why I started uh, We Are Lending. And I can't really say the real reason why I started it. Um, so it's, it's a lot of layers to it. So. Originally, it was my block party, uh, and that started, uh, you know, if anybody knows my background, I threw parties in college. Um, what college so did you go to? Central State. Central State, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I started off, uh, I, I had all this leftover phone, I used to throw phone parties out there, and uh, one day, I just always wanted to have this uncle that this is way before I had kids, um, so I invited all my nieces and nephews over, um, and uh, I just, you know, set the phone pit out there. 
Um, and, and, you know, next thing you know, man, I feel like I went in the house, I came back out, and I had about 30 to 50 kids in my front yard, man, and they were just playing the phone. So I just, like, went to the store, got some burgers and, 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 and hot dogs and grilled out, and that was the birth of, of the first block party. Um, this is way before I even knew about blocking off the street. Before, man, it was just like I just put up tables and blocked it off my car like you can't drive down this park. Because in my corner of my stretch, man, it was it's a small corner, man, so it was like – they respected it, you know what I mean? So they just didn't turn down that way, man. And you never had any issues with the police? They never had no issues, man. And now, you know, I mean, especially not now, you know what I mean? Before it was just, you know, uh, just doing it because that, that block, that corner, that's where a lot of the old, old heads was. Of course, that's the house I grew up in. Um, and everybody on there, everybody just respected each other, man. On my block, man. On that, that side of 18th, man, we right we right next door to St. Stephen, so right. it was uh it just it was it's just a respected area, man, and so the residents, everybody knew each other, and they all signed off on it and said, "Cool," you know what I mean? Shout out St. Stephen's because they do a lot for the north side for the community. Period. I can say that since I've been a kid, I was, that's all you hear, St. Stephen's, St. Stephen's, and they really do help. Um, with your movement, we are lending with everything you're trying to do. Like, as far as helping the kids, helping the community, like, how does it feel when you still have them news clips that come through or you still hear about another young one took another young one's life? Or, you know, how it's like the Linden area is on fire. Like, yeah, man, I mean, it, it hurts. I mean, that's any, not, you know, I get that, asked that question a lot, man. Any life loss, you know, is one too many, you know what I mean? And it, it hurts. But, you know, I have come to the realization, and I tell a lot of my parents, I tell the young people, man, listen, I can't live your life for you. You know what I mean? We know we know bad things going to happen. We know losses going to happen. But at the same time, man, if you are putting yourself in those positions, you can't, you can't get upset at the outcome. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you are that parent that is giving your child every tool necessary, that is putting them in every program, and they still choose to make the wrong decision, that's not your fault. Right. You know, some parents that tear themselves down, they may feel like they're the worst parent ever because they child to either stole a car and drove themselves to their own demise or chose to, you know, be a, be a drug dealer or whatever the case. Do something that they know that they weren't supposed to do and, it, and, it, and it, you know, it resulted to them going to jail or them being, um, um, you know, very six feet deep, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but, you know, seeing that on the news, that's, I really don't watch the news, to be honest. Um, uh, a lot of anytime you even see me on the news, man, I don't really watch it. I'll get tagged in it, or somebody I'll say, or whatever news uh, reporter they may send me the the link or something. Right. Um, but you know, other than that, man, I just I use that as a platform to get people to understand that listen, you can do this too. Come on out here. Right. And when you got that, like what what you're saying right now, like when you realize, like, damn, this is this is it right here. Like, I need to be doing this. We are lending. Like, when you realize it was serious, like like you said, it started out as a hashtag, but then when you seen it really taking off, what was the, like, that moment where you was like, you know what, I'm going full go. I'm about to be 10 toes down, all hands on deck. Um. So, really, I mean, I used to put it on my, when I was promoting for the black party. So, it was a black party. That's the longest standing thing that I had is, Eight years old now, so I like I said, I just started when I was promoting. Again, my background, hobby, turn business and promotion. So uh, I just started promoting the brand. So uh, at the time, I used to work for uh, the the not well, uh, Jesus, 
Academy for Urban Scholars. So I was dean of students over there. Um, and they they have their entity that they connected to is the walk. I mean, y'all familiar with the walk, uh, with the green shirts they have it down at uh, down at Livingston Park. Okay. Big big thing. They actually about to celebrate twenty years coming up. So shout out to them. Um, so that organization, man, one of my guys, he's actually like the director over there, man. Um, he used to help me out a lot with stuff, and um, so they 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 said, well, you know, there's a lot of things like you say going on in London, and we want to do something over there. Uh, because of all this stuff going on. And so, mind you, like I said, I did my block party. That was the only thing that I was doing at the time. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, so I said, well, you know what? That's cool. So I said, you know, man, let me get a shirt made and put, you know, put We Are Linden on it. And when I tell you, man, that was a spark of it right there. Um, that was, like, really my first time really being on the news. Like, I mean, um, you know, I, I did my research, and I've been following your movement for a minute. And like I seen you just went to the Rockway. You yeah, took, took took some, some of your guys, yeah, man. Some of my, my kids. He actually just called me and told me to send me all these pictures and the videos of it. Um, but yeah, man. So it was you know when, you, when you're working with the young kids, man, especially the ones that are or as teens. Like I got a lot of ones that's 17, 18, or even 16, and you want to appeal to their senses. Like I right. said, I like Rockway. Right. You know what I mean? So he's actually the, the youngest rapper that I will, will actually listen to. With no problem, and right. I probably know a lot of all of his albums and his songs. Right. Um, but uh, it was just a connection that you know the kids seen it coming up. They actually sent it to me, and it was like, man, it'll be dope, man. We can go to this concert. So, but me, me, and me, I wanted to really do it to where they're able to actually meet the artist. Right. Um, just like I just did that Lele thing. Just yeah, I seen the Lele. Lele. I was going to get that. Yeah, that was you know, um, but just not to get away from the Broadway thing. But it was just a good. Thing for them to experience, like with you know the Lele, since we since you yeah, said so that, like Lele, that was you. It was an opportunity. Yeah, it was an opportunity uh, for the young people to get to see their their favorite artist or character. You know, saying outside of the big screen. You right. know what I mean? Um, and it's it's just a good thing to see that. And and I shout out to all the parents, man, that, that actually brought their kids out to do that and even paid money for them to do it, man. Right. You know what I mean? Most of the things that I do is free. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was the first entity that was something that was connected to the nonprofit to to actually have to charge for it, but that wasn't nothing that was on me. It was just because it was brought to me. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's just the principle like you did something. Like like yeah. you said, you brought first off, shout out Lele, her movement, because my wife got me hip to her and it's another Lele, who is it? Lele is Zaza. Zaza, yeah. And you know, so it's a lot of them, man. Yeah. It's funny, I got hip to Lele, this is my son is six now, so it's six years ago. Okay. Um, my son had a crush on him when he was three years old. Um, <laughs> and then when he finally got to meet her for the first time, he was was shy. Uh, now, you know, he's just the coolest little dude ever now, man. He, but uh, it was just, you know, listen to the music. And, um, you know what I'm saying? She's good. She, she's, a, I mean, she's about 10 or 12 now, man. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, I mean, she got her own Disney show. show yeah. Her own yeah. show on Nickelodeon. Um, but you know, that's, that's just one of those things, man, where, you know, we want to appeal to these kids senses, man. So that's dumb. Who, who, who's saying that the, the next child star can't come from, right. from Columbus, Ohio and, and do just exactly that she's doing. Right. You know what I mean? But again, we gotta be that support base and be able to, you know, want to she, see our child do it and not worry about how much it's going to cost it, you know, things like that, man. And, if you that entity like myself, man, listen, I'm all about supporting whatever the child want to do. I just want you to be bigger and better at it and get, you know, 
and be be a, a good champion of it. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Like you said, like like Lele, that's like a for her to be, you know, African American, black, and then you bringing that to the black community that has a lot of violence already, a lot of obstacles, and they get to see, oh, this is real. This is. And you really living up to your word. Like, we are lending, but it's beyond that. Like, you really, and that's what's up. Like, I just want to have a real, I just want them to be realistic. Let's, let's choose realistic goals. Right. Things, you know, really, your your short-term goal can also be your long-term goal. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you just get it in bits and pieces. You know what I mean? So, with that, like, I also see, because um, I brought it up to you before when we was just talking about, he was talking about the uh, Martin Luther King march um, and how I read the article. You was like, even though the weather, if the weather's bad, we still going to do it. And I think the year that they was like, they was like, oh, I don't think we're going to have it. And you did it anyway because he was like, forget the snow. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter to me, man. I really rarely cancel events um, because that's it's, it's so easy to give up. That's the easiest thing to do. Like, what made you start that movement? Like, because that's a powerful movement, like, to really... Um, it was, man, it, it just one day, man, it just got in my spirit, man, to be honest, man. So, one thing I will say, I'm no stranger to doing um, the MLK March. So, uh, you know, I graduated from Central State. I crossed Alpha Phi Alpha back in 07. That's what's so, up. Um, so, we did MLK. That's my, of course, Martin Luther King, my frat brother. Um, but we used to do big marches uh, out there at Central State. Okay. Um, and we should, like I said, we had the whole entire school marching with us, and it's a street called Forty Two, and Forty Two is a, a heck of a lot longer than marching from uh, Hudson to 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 Eleventh. You know what right, I mean? Right, so, right, right, right. Um, and you walk a lot faster than you call. It. So, <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? We we knocked that walk out. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long it take. You know, with uh, walking down Forty Two, but um, you know, walking you know from the stretch of. Uh, Hudson to, to 11th, you know what I mean? You can do that in yeah. an hour, you know what I mean, with, with everybody walking and marching. But once you get out there, man, it's just, it's just it's a great feeling, you know, especially once you beat that peak. Um, because, of course, I mean, their their march was way longer. And and on top of that, they marching, get, get, you know, let's be frank, they was getting their ass for Right. You know what I'm saying? They was we getting more than they has were. Yeah, they yeah. were getting shot. They was yeah, getting, they was getting, yeah, they, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it was bad. And so, for us to say, oh, it's too cold. But see, here's you know the thing. How do you feel about the generation now, like, with that whole, like, have you ever asked a kid who's Dr. B, who do they know, if they knew who Dr. King was or Malcolm X or Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, you know, the basic yeah. black people that we was taught to learn, like, they don't even know about them now. They think motherfucking uh, Jordan is, you Yeah, know. yeah, they, they, I mean, they even think Jordan is old, you know what I mean? Right. So, But no, what um, I mean by that, like, some of these kids don't even know who Martin Luther King is. They no, thought he played basketball. I asked a little kid that, they think he played basketball. I mean, and, and also, I mean, that, that goes into the, to the schools, you know what I'm saying, what they teach them. And, Would you and say schools like, or house? I say both. Yeah, it's definitely both. I mean, it's but uh, on top of that, we got a lot of young parents too. Right. I mean, a lot. It's a lot of young parents that don't even know how to write in cursive. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's it's like I said, that's just not society norms, and we just have to make the adjustments to it. So a lot of times when I'm when with my programming and with talking to the youth, I make everything realistic and possible. I can't tell you not to do something or to do something that I haven't done myself. Right. So a lot of the times it's like a learning experience for myself. Right. You know what I mean? So 
Um, even like I said, I used the Ron Wave concert. I would never like when I got in there, man, I was like, man, I think I'm the oldest person in this concert. And like Did one, you see I, what happened? Did you see I know you seen the video, so I seen it after I, I seen it after I, I seen it just matter of fact this past morning. I actually had a screenshot because I seen a couple of the kids that I know in there. So wow. when I bump into them, I'm holler at them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's the type of stuff, man, that I'm like, man, you here you got a good he put on a great show. You know what I'm saying? Here you got something that Right. This 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 cat is chasing his dreams, regardless of how anybody feel about it. If you feel like you're feeling sad or whatever the case, he just putting this stuff on. And it, hey, if you say he's sad, listen, he a million dollars. He's <laughs> sad. He a million dollars <laughs> sad. Million but, dollars sad. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but at the same time, man, it's just the fact that this is what they talk about. You know what I mean? Right. This is what they, you know, they, every time they say, well, them people or what the people are saying when they try to put a color on and say, well, the white folks talk about you. But look what you're showing. And I can say this, like, after really, like, really, really looking and, like, if you really follow what the hell you're doing, like, I don't want to, because out of respect, because I know you got a lot of people, like, because Cap Talk, man, we go wrong, you know what I mean? The pop, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's because I know you got certain, because I've seen it. Like, when I was, like, I got found for We Are Living, it was, like, a respect thing that just came all through the post, like, off of that, like, you yeah. really got that. Yeah, I mean, like, cause, cause you I, ain't like you, like you, you. Yeah. And that's what motherfuckers don't get. Excuse my label, but no, they don't get that part. Like, just because my man is working with the kids, don't mean Ralph ain't Ralph. You understand what I'm saying? He come from the same cloth. He's human. <laughs> so with that being said, if Ralph have a human moment, remember that Ralph is the one that stuck his neck out to. Do we are lending for these kids and for the community? So, and I say that because you got this social media uh, era now, or you know, where a motherfucker see you do something and be human. And of course, like for instance, you went, we, you did the Rod Wave with the kids, but then you also get video of some other kids that ain't you weren't with yeah. doing crazy stuff. And it's like I seen my dude; he shared it. He was like, "That's why we can't have that." Columbus. And it's really not just Columbus. Yeah. Like, I hate when people put a stereotype on one state. Oh, if you yeah. go to New York, you could go to West Virginia. Yeah. They still doing the same thing. You just yeah. ain't going to hear about it in West Virginia. Like, you're going to hear about it in New York, yeah. Miami, California, because of course, them is the big cities and the main cities, but Chicago, I mean, yeah. but yeah, it starts with the movement you doing. Like, I see you got the truck or treat. Like, how did that go? So, really, a lot of a lot of all my events outside of uh, outside of the block party is still under five years. Like, I really, we are lending is really way ahead of its time. Um, I started it really more or less, you say, twenty eighteen. Okay, but it really didn't hit uh, until pandemic. Right, and so when everything was shut down, I'm like. Oh no, nah. we ain't doing that. That's the same. Like when the MLK march, reason why it really the success of it sparked because when everybody was saying, "Oh no, we not marching, we not doing this," why? And see, that's that was around like the so you remember all the marches was going on too around that time. Like so it was so it was it's crazy because so my my march was actually the first one when they was shutting down everybody when everybody said they weren't gonna do any marches. When mines hit, then next thing you know, everybody started saying, you know what, we still want to do our marches. Was it around, yeah. like, was it that year the it George was, Floyd incident happened? Yeah, it was, it was, I was want to say it was really 2020 that when it, 
it was pandemic because uh, I remember it because people was asking like, you really want to do this or you really? I'm like, yeah, uh, we we still gonna do it even if it was just me and the, and the kids that I work with right. out there who was going to march. Did you get any flack like because of the pandemic, because of COVID, like because of the safety and all that? Because not because it was outside. Anything outside, that's why ninety percent of my events are outside. Outside anyway. Okay. You know what I mean? So. You can't argue with outside. I mean, it's the air. Right. You know, I mean, so and they was going go, ham anyway, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, some of the concerts can't be. Did you, know, you go down there? Hours, huh? Did you go down there when they protested the George Floyd? Like, when they did that? Remember that, that time, uh, that day when yeah, they lost every I, city? Yeah, I was, so I think, uh, did I do the George Floyd? I know we went and did, uh, I know when they had K-16. Uh, I know we went to support uh, Casey. Now, I'm talking about when they um, had, when it looked like. Uh, Martin Luther King and them back in the day, uh, but we was talking about when they had down, the, like downtown, downtown. Yeah, me and my I, wife I, went down there. I don't think I, I don't think I, I went to that because you know, and, and this is the one of the things that you know I'm glad you know so you had these type of platforms is you got so many people that will show up to when you're talking about police brutality, but you have you have very little people that showed up when it's talking about us killing each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody has to walk a fine line with certain things. And sometimes, you know, uh, me and my wife talk about this all the time, that people are also, on, when they say you got the freedom of speech, yeah, but you also got the, the freedom to really just shut up sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is not warrant some type of negative action. And that's right. what, with me, you're not getting no negative energy out of me. You're not getting that type of response. So if we do, we see that George Floyd was done wrong. We see Emmett Till was done wrong. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's different ways and people are going to stand up in certain capacities. And if that's your wheelhouse to fight, do it the right way, though. Did you see that, that lady about the Emmett Till? She, after, before she died, she going to admit that he ain't look at her the wrong way or yeah, something like that. Yeah. But, but, you, but, but you know that, again, that's, that's one of the things, man. We are we so forgiving of certain stuff, you know. So especially when it's on the other side, you know what I mean. We we'll we'll uh, open the door before you know. It was be honest before a white person or say hi how you doing or tip our hat down. But when it's a, a sister, you know, we dang near walk through the door before then. So with you saying <laughs> that, you want to know? I was just saying something to one of my peoples too because it's funny because see we out here uh, we on the app. Shout out to the app too. Uh, that's what we call the building, but we out here, right? So it's like being black. Damn, I walk outside, you got all eyes, but you see motherfucking white people jogging and yeah. running, and they. I'm talking about like they don't carefree. It, carefree. Yeah, but let it be a brother just walking down the street. It's like you got it. Really, be cats that really be trying to, but they around the white people run right by them. Yeah, we can't walk by because I mean, and, and and that's why I operate the way I operate because. I don't have no beef. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't have anybody that wants to... Who wants to hurt the, the guy that's pushing positivity? The devil? But see... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it don't even be about the beef. It's to be to the point now in the world where... Like, for instance, the young lady that got shot up there on Cleveland Avenue at the gas station. Mm -hmm. They said the little dude... I forgot somebody asked him for some money, but it's like a group of them. My son, he a senior in high school. I got a daughter that's a sophomore, so they go to East. And he was like his freshman year all the way to like this year, maybe because he's a senior and he's not really, you know, you know how it is your senior year, but it's different. 
back when we was going to school, you might have had one or two cats we knew that had a gun or was that type of dude. But now it's like. But it, it was it was more or less it's it's more of a fashion statement and more of a oh I gotta look this way like it's like I wanna be feared right you know what I'm saying right like a scared person to shoot you right I don't wanna be feared you know See, what I'm saying <laughs> I had, and, and what's so crazy like out there in the Linden area I got a, a real close buddy of mine that I grew up with and my I'm from Mount Vernon so. Like, and he's like, he was, he told his son, his son, like 17, he was like, my son told me, dad, I can't leave the house without a pistol. He said, I'll take your pistol for it before I leave this house. Meaning he don't care. He's 17 years old, but he feels the only way he can walk out his front doors with a gun because of how he done lived his life. Of course, like. We all know, like, you play by the gun. What's the old saying? You die by the gun. So, you know, he tell his son, like, I'm a, he's like, you know, he, he a street dude. So he's like, I ain't never killed nobody, but I hustle. I've been to jail. Every time I've been to prison or jail, it's because I hustle. I ain't never killed nobody. I ain't never burned nobody. But, and what messed it up was his son was like, he told him in so many words, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he crossed that path and it's like, Wow, these kids these days, they crossing paths and stepping. Like, I get it back. Like I said, it's way different now because it's, I think it's times 10 compared to when we was coming up. We remember we was just talking about the football games and stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, you had, you had your – so that's the one of the things that's missing, and that's one of the things that we try to harp on and getting back is bringing that village back. So when I was younger, man, if I cussed and I was – like I said, I'm from 18th, man. I don't care if I was on Kenmore, 23rd, wherever, anywhere – by the time I got back to the crib, right. my mom knew what I did. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't have that no more because people are so stuck in saying, well, you can't discipline my child. You can't say anything my child. And these kids, they keep putting that in their kids. So now when an adult is trying to tell them, hey, young man, put in your pants. Or, baby, come on. Cover yourself up. Zip, zip your right, jacket right, up. Right, right, right. And I still, I do that to this day. Right. And I, But I don't have no issues because now. Because you stand for something. Man, and, and, and that's and also, too, with how, you, how you talk to the kids. You know, now we are living in a sensitive area. Okay? That, let's just, we just live oh, in a man. sensitive area. Emotion. Yeah. Like, sensitive. We we are. So it's, it's, it's not like back then. Like I said, we played football. Our football coach could cuss us clean out. Yeah. Parents ain't gonna say nothing. Grab your helmet, grab you your face mask. I mean, they grab you up, snatch you by the, get on, get on over there, go, go run a mile, go, all that. But at the same time, they help build our character. Now, when you do that, it's like you breaking a child down. Do they still you whoop kids in uh, Catholic school? I don't know. Remember back in the day? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they you used to hear about that. About uh, you used to get your ass whooped, that paddle, they don't do that yeah, no more. I ain't heard of it. I mean, you know, but but not like I said, the. But now when you're looking at, like, with the little league games and stuff, you got parents fighting, coaches fighting, and it's like these are the people that are supposed to be teaching these children, but you let your emotions get the best of you. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm really competitive. People are like, well, why don't you coach? Because I know myself. Right. And I'm too competitive. Right. And I don't like losing when it's like that. Do you see and yourself coaching down the road, though? No. Not at all. No, I'll, I'll leave that to the coaches. Because I really want a big sports head, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I like my teams. You know what I'm saying? I, I know the basic fundamentals of it, but I never want to feel like I can teach that or do right, it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Doing what I'm doing now is really to help change your mindset and work with these kids and even the adults. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, listen, it takes so much energy to hate, to fight, 
to sit up there and, 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 and just have any type of animosity towards somebody than it is to say, man, listen, you know when you did that, man, you really hurt me. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? They, they scared. It's like an ego thing. Yeah. They don't want it, to. Listen, I just did that. I just did that the, the night of the, the Lay Lay thing. It only, everybody I hit up, I'm talking about, I mean, I hit up everybody like, man, listen, I need you to come and help volunteer work this thing. Like, this is for the community. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is something that, at the end of the day, I'm not worried about no money. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not my money to begin with. But you want to know it, bro? That's that's the thing, too. Not to cut you off, but, yeah. like, with our community, with our culture, it's about the money. Like, me and my I hate to say it, like, me and my wife, we go, we going through it. Not, like, not going through it, but it's like, for instance, when we got this building, mm-hmm. instead of somebody recognizing the movement, it's counting pockets and trying to figure out what we done did, how we done did. Little do they know. We did this out of our pocket right now. We we this ain't you know what I mean. Tell them like they don't get it. Like uh, you get I mean, grants that ain't not, this. You got a grant and it's in your bank account. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's so much stipulations behind it. It's like you you have a certain vision of what you want to do, and then you get told, oh, well, you can't use it this way. You can't. Oh use my goodness! What say that again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean that's just that's just how it is. Like I said, I'm, I'm learning this stuff as I go. You know what I mean? I, I didn't think nothing about no nonprofit. I was going to be running one or doing one. My goal was, I, I went to, I got my, my um, bachelor's in recreation. My goal was to have my own rec center one day. Because I grew up in St. Stephen's, and when I found out when I got older that St. Stephen's ain't even a rec center. Right. It's yeah. a settlement house. Okay. Never knew that. Didn't know nothing about it. But when I was younger, they had the game room. They had the gym. They had stuff. Parties, room. They utilized their space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and all the individuals that was attached to it, Poured into me some type of way, you know. So I, I didn't meet my dad until I was what, like twenty six, between twenty six and twenty nine, and he died a couple of years after that. I spoke at his service Sorry, and everything, man. and I and I told him, you know, what I'm saying even when I first met him, I said, man, listen, I forgive you, you know. So I cannot blame you because I don't know. There's no blueprint to parenting. There is, you know, what I'm saying. So back then in the eighties, like I was born in eighty five. Back in the eighties, I know crack and everything else was high, super crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you had kids and. You may have been one of those functional ones or one of the ones that the drug was more important. And it wasn't nothing that you purposely try to do, but that's just how the nature of the beast is. That's how my mom, I'm, yeah. I was born in 86. So, like, shout out my pops. He RIP to him, too, because he took me in because it got to my mom. Yeah. My mom's side, like, all but one aunt got hit with that epidemic right yeah. there. Where And my mom is still on it to this day. Like, yeah. she's one of them, like you said, a function of her go work. Do whatever, but there is no function to it. When I mean, like they function enough to go to work, they yeah. and that's we leave yeah. that there. It's, but yeah, man, it's just like I said, man. You can't, you can't, you can't. Uh, I, like for me, it's judgment free. You can't that's use it as a crutch. Yeah, it's not a crutch. It's, to me, I was always told that there was a cop out back then. You know, when people were like, man, they talked about my mom, and that's why we fought. My mom said, man, listen. Somebody talk about me, so what? But see, what they fail to realize is, and let's go back, let's go back to, if it wasn't for certain people, we wouldn't have this freedom. Yeah, yeah. Let's I mean, just that's, be that's real about about that. Like, There's people that really died behind all this freedom, all this, even to do what we're doing now, to have it. this, say something. Because before, it was like, well, you can't say that. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't talk about that. Do you think you it's know? sick, though, like these people? I think it's sick. That these people died for us to be able to live freely 
and we get that right, we get this freedom, and look at what we yeah, do. I think it's, it's a fire. disrespect. It, it is. It is. I mean, and and that's why I say for me, when it's like that, I can only speak for myself. I don't never speak for anybody or you know say any entity. But one thing I can say is. The youth that I'm attached to, the, the parents and the families that I work with, they understand how, you know, they say Mr. Carter, how Mr. Carter functions and how I operate. I'm not going to beg you to do something that you're supposed to be doing. That's one thing that my older brother always told me and it stuck with me because for, you know, you know, when you get good grades, you expect to, you know, to get some type of reward, right? Right. No, you're supposed to go. No, you're supposed grades. to get you're that. To. But that's what, but, but like you, know what you said, but you society expect. society has some, or, you know, that that's what it is. Like, oh, well, you know, I get good grades or that that's a, that's a reason to spoil a child or you have, uh, that's why you have a lot of these spoiled kids now to where they're like, I mean, you know, he gets good grades. He does everything what he's supposed to do. I mean, I did everything I was supposed to, at least I thought I did, but I mean, I still did my knuckleheads things. I was never, like, I'm not a perfect person, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I knew, okay, I'm not going to be no dummy. My first grade point average, man, when I got into uh, uh, middle school was 0.9, right? And one of the things that made me change that, because you know, I was coming in, I was fly little cat, you know what I mean? At least I thought I was, you know what I mean? Right. And one eighth grader girls told me she, you know, they there was a group of them. She said, "Uh, you know, I mean, you cute and all, but we don't want no dummy." Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. And that stuck to me. But see, that's like, the era we oh, came man. from. Cause I was like, "Oh man, let me change this up." <laughs> By the time I left there, I definitely only <laughs> you know I said this all the time, and I feel like I still got the report card. Only reason I did not get a four point is because my math teacher was mad that me and my best friend <laughs> fought in class. <laughs> Tore that mug up. You said, "Hey, so you blame me yeah. on the math teacher?" Man, she, she, she you, gave me that B, man. She gave me the B. She couldn't deny me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But she didn't give me that A. So, do you think grades was brought or can be brought, or do you think that like I mean, I feel like, I mean, I mean, now be real. Me, like back in the day when we was playing, like I think, I think now, especially with the kids now, man, it's more of a, a, a participation effort. Now the teachers. Know that as long as you give them strong effort and you're trying, they give you that. They, they'll they'll give you that that extra nudge. You know what I'm saying? Because let's be honest, half the stuff that you learn in school, you're not gonna lose it in life. You're not. You and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest though. You know what I ask my kids these nowadays? Like what they what I learned with the school systems is like you said with what you're doing. Like you're getting involved with what they like. Yeah. So I ask my son like, what are y'all doing at your school? Or what did you learn today? Oh, nothing. Oh, I said, well, damn, y'all learn nothing every day. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, but it's, when it comes to music class, because he go, he go to East, and then he go to Fort Hayes, they got like a whole real-life studio set up, everything. He could tell me everything about that. Because it's something that appeals to his senses. I mean, that's, that's just anything. I mean, that's, like I said, what I do now, man, is anything that's evolved, bringing people together, doing something positive, working with youth. Like, I prefer to work with youth because I cannot deal with adults. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, it's like, why am I mediating between y'all two grown people? So like, y'all should know how to talk to each other. Y'all should work around each other. You know what I'm saying? But what you do, real quick, just to give people a little inspiration and understanding, because if they ain't paid attention, you went to school for what again? Recreation. 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 So recreation. real quick, but I don't mean to cut you, but are you doing what your degree? Require uh, like entails? Or are you doing something different? Like with what you do, we, is so, that different? So it's um, so I'm recreation. Sure. No, so in, in hindsight, 
Yes and no. So with so, the no part, I just want to yeah. leave it right there just to let people know, like, not to cut you off, but for inspiration, like, on that field where you didn't know and you didn't take the educational part, you had to learn on your own, yeah. you could do whatever. Yeah, I mean, because really all recreation is, man, is you, you really are making up things for kids to do. I wrote a paper, man, and my paper said, and I remember today, was teaching kids to live, learn, and grow. Right. And with that, in that paper, I wish I could find it. Because in that, man, I'm talking about I made up just random games and activities with things. My teacher said, okay, if you give me that basket, give me that ball, or give me this, I need you to make up a game and write the instructions down or the instructions down on how to play it, and I want you to implement it in class. Then I could, then I could do that. Man, you give me a table, you give me a chair, anything that's around me, I'll make a game or activity out of it. And so I do that all the time. So you know with you being Ralph Carter, if I was to drop my kid off to you, am I going to get the Ralph Carter from Linden? Meaning if my kid is fucking up, you can be like, hey, you fucking up. Or am I going to get the, uh, you can't be doing this, Ralph. Which one will I get? Oh, no. See, and that, so that's, that's one thing. When you get me, I'm fair, firm, and consistent. Period. That's my three things with that. So, yes, your child is going, I'm going to be on him or her. And at the same time, I'm going to be caring and understanding. Right. And it's going to consistently keep going in that same cycle. But are you so, going to talk to them like the OG? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They not, they We not, want that. We, I'm not, no, no, right. it's not, I'm not talking to, hey, little Timmy, be nice. And just, don't hit each other. No. Stop. Sit down. Chill out. Have right. some fun. Right. All right. Well, you're going to go over here. Matter of fact, go ahead and call your parents. You, you, just, you come back tomorrow. We're going to try it again tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, again, like I said, I'm not going to argue and beg with you. But to see, that's what, that's why I think you're getting the response you're getting is because you're authentic. You're yeah. not coming in it with tight ass overall. I mean, not oh, overall, yeah, but yeah. you know the, the doctors yeah. and the you yeah. got the we are Linden hoodie. You know, I'm from Linden. You hands on, and you get people that get put in your position, and they forget where they come from. Yeah, no, yeah I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, a, not nobody's puppet. You know what I'm saying? That's why like I said I had quit work to do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I left um, my last job, man, I said, you know what? This is what I want to do all the time, every day. Because, you know, sometimes man, when you get these jobs and things and, you know, they look at your resume and they say, okay, well, this you'll be a perfect fit to do that. Um, but then they give you the description and how they want you to implement it. And this type of work, you got to be universal in it. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the things when you're in class, they say, describe yourself in one word. That's always been my word. You can put me in anywhere, any situation, and I'll adapt, but I'm adapt. I never lose sight of myself and who I am. You know what I'm saying? So if you put me in a position, I, listen, I don't care if I took a bank teller job. Right. I'm going to be the bulliest bank teller, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm, that's the job in which I'm doing to provide for my family. But as soon as I clock out, I'm right back in the neighborhood doing what I'm doing now. Right. So every time, every job that I ever had, it always funded what I'm doing now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I've never really been one that, like, they're like, well, Grant, you can get this to do this. It'll help you with operation. You can, you know, you can spend, you can hire people, you can do that. Yeah, but I need somebody that's, that's their wheelhouse. That's what they do. 
keep me right here. You know what I'm saying? I don't, right, right, I don't right. want to, you know what I'm saying? I can be in, you know, all the CEOs. You hands on. Me, yeah, you but I want to be right here because as soon as I move up in here and I'm in these offices or I'm down here over here with these people that are talking about things they want to do or they feel that is good for the city and the community, but that's what you feel. You're not right here with these people that got to wake up here every day. So, so how can you tell what's good for them? Basically, what he's saying is he's hands-on. He's in the community. If you guys want to fund or do anything for We Are Lending, do it. <laughs> Look out for him, but he's there. He's doing what he say. He means what he say. Um, with that whole We Are Lending movement, where do you see it a year from now? Um, I mean, really, man, I really think it is. With, with this we are, I call it the we are mindset, man. And the R and we are living is actively restoring and empowering. Man, it's something that can go citywide, man. Be that champion in your neighborhood. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm in London. Who said that nobody can't do on the east side, south side, out west. You know what I'm saying? In, in every in every neighborhood, you got more pockets of uh, 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 more hoods, right? Right, right, You know right. what I'm saying? In, in London, now we got the terrace. You know what I'm saying? The terraces. Well, okay, now let's let's break it down for the people. Rosewind is the terrace. The terrace. The terrace. Okay. Right, right, right. Uh, the short is the short. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but like I said, when you when you're in these rooms and you're talking to uh different entities, you know what I mean, they don't it's not that they're trying to forget what that name and that culture is, but you have to make sure that they understand that why this is what it is. Right, you know right, right, Some right. people, that's it. These babies now, you, you can't tell me that you're from the terrace because you don't know what the terrace was. You're from, you from Rosewood. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So that's why, and then all in all, just because you're from Rosewood and you have an address, you're from Linden because that is the community that you're living in. Right. I didn't know how big Linden was until I really got this. Oh, uh, Linden, Linden, Linden is the biggest black community. Well, when you say urban or you know, what I mean, community in Columbus. It is because you know my grandmother lived over there forever, yeah. right up the street from Island Vibe, that same street, yeah. right across. Man, listen, like yeah. that that elementary school. Yeah, they used to host the little um, summer school programs, the summer school camps. I mean, Mr. Cobb's camp. Shout out, Mr. Yeah. Cobb's. If you don't know, get get familiar. Um, that and Brittany Hills, those are like two communities yeah. back in the but day. You know, that's that's really the east side of Linden. That's the one that they never really even talk about. So you know what I'm saying? Is that they used to talk about north and south, but now I mean, and and I, and, I, and then shout out to the mayor. I respect what they're trying to build, and they have the one linen plan because that's what they're saying is everything is so divided. You know, what but saying? it was a rich. So about, you're saying Brittany Hills used to be Linden. No, Brittany, that's, that's, so, is it's like to, so it's like, it stretches over, because you got East Linden, okay. and that's over in the Purdue area, and that's over where Brittany Hills and all that stuff is moving you know, yeah, over right, the area, right, so right. that's really the east side of Linden, that's why they still say they zone four, and all that for those that's over there, you okay. know what I'm saying, that's in Brittany, I'll nail block where them cats, you know right, what I'm right, right, saying, right, right. Nail that's, block. The, that's, you know what I'm saying, they say zone four, because that still was the zone, you know, now it cuts off at a certain point, wherever I don't know what point that may be, you know, look up the how they doing the maps now, but you know what I mean? But that's, I grew to learn that now, you know what I'm saying? So let them know when you was growing up with, with little league team, cause you know, it's a couple of them when I was over there, you had the Patriots, mm -hmm. Linden Eagles, yeah. Columbus Raiders. Yeah. And 
you got the well not in London, but I mean you got the you still have sharks, but sharks with yeah, and the sharks. Those are the north side teams yeah, that I remember. Teams, yeah. And then you had the um, if we want to go way up on one sixty one, it was the Shamrocks. Shamrocks, and at one and one, no, at one point you also had the, uh, the Cowboys. They was uh, over in London. Okay, and then right. the Cowboys. So yeah. you hear that the Cowboys that moved out west, and a lot of teams rotated. A lot of people picked yeah. up because the Buckeyes they came from the south side to the north side at one point. So yeah, but let them know what what little league team did you play for? Back I was in the, the Eagles, man, and uh, you know I was trash. in the Eagles. The Eagles through and through, man. Like I said, I did a, I did a year. I did a year for uh, East London Patriots too. Okay, yeah, I remember the y'all. Now, see, y'all had grown men on that on that team. Remember the nine way? Remember they had? Yeah, man, my man, my cousin them played. They, they was dogging cats. Yes, they were. <laughs> Listen, bro. <laughs> I remember playing for the Columbus Raiders and we scrimmaged our it was like a bowl game. Yeah, man, them cats was doggy cats, man. man. But no, man, you know who used to uh, I forget, you know, the Krugers, the Krugers was over there. Yeah, was the Krugers. Okay, yeah, the Krugers was around. Yeah, they they was, just they came was, around too. Yeah, and uh but I mean now them Krugers had uh, uh dog cats too because they was started they was in uh no, I'm not thinking about the Krugers. The Saints. The Saints was yep, over. Yep, it they was, was the Saints. It was it was it was by it was right over there in the yes. fucking cut. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was over there in Britain. Yeah. Shout out my man Q Nemesis because he played. He was like one of the only dudes I ever knew to play for the Saints. Like they yeah, never had real the practice jerseys. They practice in t shirts. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, I was in the Saints. Yeah. man, they had some real. Real old head cat, cats. You said Columbus Raiders, pulled, man. They was pulling up. <laughs> they was pulling yeah. up their own car. <laughs> Listen, at the Patriots, it messed me. I'm talking about like, and I think they went. They later on went over. They might have played for Northland. Yeah. Cause y'all had a big line back in the day. You say he went. He went to Northland too, y'all. He he rep Linden, but he went to Northland. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm. A, um, I'm a definitely a Viking, man. But not to say that the day, man. I, I got like I tell her all the cats when I'm in London. I'm like, man, listen, it's still it's still that pride, man. And, hey, don't feel bad because look, I, I grew up in Mount Vernon. I didn't go to East. My dad was like, fuck that. You I, you can go yeah, anywhere nah, but I East. Mean, yeah, nah, for sure, man. My mom just seen she seen the stuff that I was doing, man, and she's like, man, listen, I can't tell you how to live your life. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm gonna give you as big tools as I can because my mom was older. Like I said, I was adopted in my family, um, and like I said, my mom was born in '33. You know what I'm saying? She died when she was uh, about, like, I want to say, like, 81, 82, somewhere in there. Sorry to hear that. Uh, um, but, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, man, she has so much wisdom, man. And the reason why I am so poor is because she did so much for for the community and her family. So that's why I am, man. Uh, you really want to get a rise out of me, then, and that's anybody, is mess with your family. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, it's, and I when you say a rise, man, it's just, the fact that some things that people just know, it was just an unwritten rule that you don't mess with a person's family. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how mad you get at a person. You know, you got people that purposely go out here and target people's family or, you know, make yeah, friends yeah, yeah. like that. It's just, it, it's nothing that serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, do you say, do you, so with that being said, do you feel like, for instance, you making powerful moves, right? You doing stuff for the community and you notice how, you got conspiracy people where they be like, oh, Ralph, he's doing this. And if he continues to do this, it's going to stop you. Like, do you feel like it's designed for shit to be the way it is with our communities? And because you know how they got, like, for instance, 
You got certain people like Nipsey Hussle. They say he was about to do stuff to change the culture and help the black community. Yeah, somebody and, tore him down. I mean, I, I mean, I hope not. You know what I'm saying? I hope I'm not, you know, going to be, uh, what to say, being a martyr or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what the cards hold for me. You know what I'm saying? I just know what God is putting in me, in me to do now, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, but I, at the end of the day, I don't never move with any type of ill tension or malice in my heart at all. So any move I make, it's nothing that uh, that I'm doing purposely or to try to get some type of shine, recognition, or, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's not why I do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? I, I'm not looking for all the, you know, accolades and what's names. Now, I want to get what's supposed to come to me at the same time because, if I'm a deserving of it, but at the same time, only God can, God can give me that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So, um, you know, when, when people look for satisfaction or validation in other humans, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? God will tell me he's going to bless me every time, you know what I'm saying? When I know that I'm moving in the, in the direction he wants me to go. Like I said, I don't move at other people's pace. I move at God's pace. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, if uh, you know, if if I'm supposed to be somewhere, then I'm gonna be there. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not, then I'm not. Right. You know, I use an example like even with today. Uh, you know, I had it, I seen it, um, and I knew it. I felt it. My mom said, "Man, that's something I'm supposed to do today." Um, but I really keep Sundays open for family because I do so much. I'm and we pre- I appreciate you coming and, on, uh, man, for cap and, uh, talk. They say, yeah, and uh, you know, when, when bro hit me, he said, "Man, I, you gonna be there?" I said, "You know what?" Yeah, man, I'm sitting there trying to make sure my wife is happy because she's like, babe, we got to get this, get the house together. You got the end, everybody coming for Thanksgiving and stuff. I'm like, okay, well, appreciate be out. After we left church, be out trying to get stuff done. Listen, I found my nephew. He hung my TVs for me today. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't get this house together. Oh, so you <laughs> just now getting, got a new crib. So yeah, like, man. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that together for the fam. And you know what I mean? So. Well, man, you know I mean? we definitely, uh, I definitely appreciate you coming on Cap Talk because. Man. What you doing with the community and for yourself, like it, it, people got to understand, like when I say for self, meaning like you only going to be who you are and as great as you are if you're happy. Yeah. yeah. And you touched the point like you like, I don't work no more for a person but myself, meaning in so many words, like this is the only way I can grow. Like you, you, you only get but so much growth working for somebody else. That's how I see life. Yeah. I mean, you know, some things is, is designed for you to go and go so high. And then at one point, you know, you gotta me. That was always the biggest fear for me was, excuse me, job security. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's one of the biggest fears. I think that's for anybody like to not have, you know what I'm saying? When you want to do or not have the means to do, um, so, like I said, man, it was, again, man, just stepping out of faith, man. I listen, I'm not no big old Bible thumper. I can't quote every scripture in the Bible, but I do know it's a higher being out there that is 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 deserving of that praise because at the end of the day, man, man ain't giving or, or blessing man with, with things like that. You have to be blessed with that to in order to be a blessing. Right. So anytime my, 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 my everyday prayer, I would say is, you know, continue to bless me so I continue to bless others. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because and it's it's not even always about the finances. It's about time. You know what I'm saying? Being present. You know, people ask me, say, well, how can I help, man? Show up. That's, that's it. it man. And that's what people don't. Sometimes it's just, just be there. That's just it. be there. Half the time, man. <laughs> and I say it all the time. People are like, man, you're lying. Like, half the time, man, the kids won't even talk to me. They just want to be in my presence. 
or want to be around something positive. They'll be kicking it with each other. I'll be over there, you know, trying to get in. I mean, play some cards with them or play something with them or get them to do activity. Brother, I'm just sitting on my phone, chilling, working on the next event. You know. So I'm how can on. somebody contact you if they wanted to get in touch with you to either give you some information or to receive information? Let them know your contacts. Um, yeah, man. Um, you know, you can follow on us all the social media outlets, man. And we are London. Uh, my my personal Instagram is Mister Get No Sleep. Um, you know, I got another Instagram, the real Mister Carter. Um, and then of course, man, listen, you can call my cell phone, man, six one four four zero two six eight seven five. You know, we got the website. You can email us. Uh, we are London six one four dot org. Um, and just show up, man. Anytime you see the events posted, man, I do annual events. So it's the same time every year. All right. So I always do this thing on Cap Talk so we can get a little comfortable with who you are. This is what everybody do with everybody. So you're no exception. Uh, again, shout out to you. We are Linda Ralph Carter. Appreciate you coming on here. But you got to give Cap Talk your top five dead or alive artists oh man yeah, and i got some more for you i was i was thinking on that way on yeah what else you got for me top five that are alive we're gonna do it that first uh so i always just say man all all in all man my favorite artist is number five there. who's five on your list so i'm going to start backwards we start backwards okay so backwards uh i gotta i gotta give uh i gotta give it to the old Gucci. Okay, so we got Gucci, old, the old Gucci. Old, okay, at five. Uh, then um, I gotta say old Jeezy. Okay, the old Jeezy. That's four. Um, then you gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta, I gotta get Jay. You can't, you can't have a top five. Okay, so we got Jay Z. Yep, and then Nas. Nas. Okay. My favorite artist is Snoop Dogg. Okay, that's that's number one, Snoop. Okay, so he hit us with the curveball. He said, Snoop, I ain't hear no biggie, but you know, yeah. hey, 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 yeah. Snoop Dogg, and, and the reason why, and I always people like, how are you saying Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg is the only artist that is still relevant today, not just for the fact that his music, hey. before what his influence is and how positive he is, and that's how I move. Like I can. I can go any anywhere from any side of town, be any I can be with the craziest gangsters, you know what I'm saying, and and be comfortable and fine. You know what I'm saying? He and smoked I, that weed wherever too. He didn't wait. Yeah, he he, he only catch you know, that's blue in the White House. He, he never he never he never changed who he was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now how he moved and how he operated, but at the same time that's growth. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not doing the same thing that I did when I was 14 and 15 and I'm doing now at 36. You know what I'm saying? It was a, a thing that one of my guys just said to me. Um, he said, man, you know, make sure your younger self is looking out for your older self. And I tell the kids that now because I didn't understand it then. But I knew that the steps I was taking, that's one of the reasons I ain't got tattoos. My mom always told me, like, well, how are you going to sit up here and be doing this type of stuff? And you can't lie and say you somebody else because you got Ralph biggest day on your arm. Or if you get locked up, they fingerprint you. Once you get your fingerprint, you got all the tattoos. They identify you by all these markings. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, at Lord forbid, you go to jail and you on the other side of the tracks. And guess what? You got big, big, big Crip Ralph written all over your chest or whatever. And you in a whole tank full of blood. What right. you going to do? 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, see, my aunt was like that. She was religious with it. Like you ain't supposed to be marking your body. So like, I it, it all comes together. Like yeah. I get that point too. Yeah, like man. so, like I said, that's the reason. It's not just the music. He was just always a cool dude and always had a good vibe. So and that's what I always do, try to give out. Man, anywhere I go, anybody say they got a problem with me or a problem how I move, man. It's just I really just like you just got a problem with positivity because I'm not giving nothing negative out. So. If you had one opportunity to investigate three things, is Tupac still alive? Are UFOs real? Are paranormal? Which one would you pick? This we're gonna do a curveball, cause Ooh. and why? Mm. That's, that's that's a tough one. Said paranormal UFOs. And I just threw the Tupac alive just because I know some people still stuck on that. Like, oh, Tupac's in Cuba. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think for me, because I, I'm, a, um, I'm a bit of a sci-fi head, I definitely say the UFO piece. Um, just because I feel like it's something beyond them stars that we don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Do you do you get have you ever caught yourself like on YouTube looking at a video? You know how they be having the yeah, all the little things moving yeah, and like is this is really first? Yeah, man, I, I look at all that stuff. And so I'm a, <laughs> so I'm a uh, like I said, I'm a UFO player, like sci-fi person. So like I like zombie movies and all that stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, man, if this really hit, what would you do? Like what will be, like what, <laughs> you know, right. like what's gonna be the tactic? Like how are we gonna get out of here? You know, what I'm saying, am I gonna find this big old bus and drive through the neighborhood and try to get everybody? How you feel about like the government releasing the information? You know, they got they like they had actually it was the it was recently they were supposed to you know they just had that disclosure where they showed the videos mm -hmm. with the Navy pilots showing. Well, you know, they say they get encounters like every day they're in the sky, bro. Well, you ain't been seeing nah, that? Man, I ain't seen man, that. I gotta listen. I gotta be here. So, listen, man. I, only time I really get to like get on the internet and really scroll or do stuff be late at night. So really, when a lot of people really be sleep, I really be up, but I just don't be up. I, I only, I don't be up to like post on social media all the time. If I'm sharing something, it's just because I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me share this out. You know what I'm saying? Show with what, what I just did with the kids, or you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But like, I'm not up, if, especially like if I'm upset about something, I'm not about to put it on the internet. Right. I'm just gonna go to that person, or I'm just gonna let it go. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times, that's just like an outlet for people to do. So you know what I mean? Like I'm like, man, that ain't it. Like my wife probably be the only person that see me like in all facets. Like, dude, like she tell me all the time, like, man, you need to go get some counseling. Cause you take in a lot, and yeah. I was like, man, listen, I, I can't. I, sometimes I look at it. Yeah, you can talk to somebody, but then on top of that, it's like this is a healthy outlet. And see that, but see that's why I, that's why I always throw that last type of questions out because like people don't keep it real. Like think about it, you sitting at home, you on the fucking couch, you mm -hmm. done doing. What Ralph do, you done with the We Are Lending. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'll scroll through this. This is what. The, what I what I zone into, like I bet you where was the first Area 51 at? I know you hit the Area 51. Well, everybody knows. Yeah, about. but you know the first time I ever heard of Area 51 was Independence Day. But do you know <laughs> where the first Area 51 was? No, where was the first Columbus, Ohio, right downtown on Broad Street. That was the first United States Area 51. Well, uh, do you know where uh, they uh 
So I, I got a, a thing with uh, the Hollywood Stories, and I was in there, and it was, to, you know, they was brought with the kids in there, and they was teaching them about all the different things. And I even learned more about lending and more the size of lending. Um, even just with Lenny, you know, Lenny really started out as predominantly white. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, even especially like the school. You know what I mean? But then That's how East was. Busing, all that type of stuff happened. And of course, you know, we migrated on our own end. You know what I mean? But, man, you'd be surprised, man. And I was never like a, a you know, like a, a bookworm or like really some, Me, I was always a visual learner. I learned it on YouTube. <laughs> no, for real. Like, for real, man. I mean, yeah. That's what that's what a lot of stuff means. I call it YouTube University. You know Area fifty one, downtown Columbus, Ohio, and then Dayton, Ohio. We got so I don't know if you hit to like okay, Area fifty one. That's Air Force Base. Then we got Roswell. I mean not Roswell, but uh, Wright Patterson. Yeah, Wright Pat. I know that's. I mean that's where the, the Wright brothers with the flying. I know that's where no, they started. That's where they then took the, the supposedly the wreckage from the Roswell. From the alien, remember that alien records they talked about in was that Mexico? Where yeah, the I, I, I watched that series. So so that's that whole thing. That's I went to school. I went to school with an old head. I used to go to American School of Technology when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do outside of DJing and everything. And I'm like, he was like, man, there's some student dating. If it reached the top of the earth, it'll wipe the whole earth up. And they said that they took these little extraterrestrials, the bodies, the beings, or whatever, and they stored them there. Like, it went from wow. Area 51 to there. That's just a little curveball, you know. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, so, that's an, um, that's so outside of We Are Lending, you know, Ralph, he sometimes looked at the sky and see if he sees something special or yeah, something. Yeah, that's not really invested in buying those, uh, my dude Nar, I had Nar Tab on here. Shout out Nar. He was like, man, I've seen uh no, not Nar. I take that back. Uh he said he he was on the paranormal. Uh we book it. My man Fonzo Grant. He was on here and he said he seen uh like a something glowing and it zip zip zip. Like he basically seen the crab room. Yeah. But I just bring that up in the curveball because it's like now you you believe it or not, everybody, it's like that. Paranormal, or uh, well, they abandoned. A lot of people be exploring the abandoned shit now, but you know. Bigfoot out there, like what's what's going on? Or you know, back in the day they had that, that uh, cartoon, the Swamp Thing, Swamp Man, the little. They had a uh, yeah, that Bigfoot, um, yeah, the Mothman prophecy, all types. Yeah, man, you just be wondering, man, as people, that just, you trip me out with that Roswell thing, because I've been watching that little series, I, I didn't even know that was all really connected, man, but you just, you just never know, it's just something that's just in, intriguing, but you'd be surprised, and just, you know. Bro, they got, they got a video right now where they're supposedly interviewing an alien, bro, like, at Area 51, like, they, they got an actual alien sitting in the chair, and they interviewing them, mm-hmm. then they got a video where they was, uh, they was doing work on one. It's, I mean, if you into that, like, I just bring that up because it's something that's surfacing now. And then you got the, uh, you got Elon Musk. He doing, going real heavy with space. NASA, your boy that own Virgin Records. He got his own space line where he's sending people to space. Like, it's getting big. And then you got this fight for Mars and all that. Um, look up Antarctica, too. They said Russia was over there working on stuff. They said a pilot from the U.S. flew over. And it's it, just like it ain't cold. Did you know that? How real is uh, Atlantis? Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like really going under there. It's just bro. They said Antarctica, you fly, and it's like a time, like you lose time. And they said like you go over a little bit of ice, then it's nothing but Greenland and water, bro. Cap Talk, the podcast. This your man, DJ Copesthetic. We with Ralph Carter. We are Lyndon. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, we are on all major platforms. Stay tuned for the next episode with my man, Ali Burger, a.k.a. Play Game Mike. We out. Thank you for tuning. Yes, sir.